That's how we roll, Jim. They came for the beer. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They came for their movies. Oh, 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 yeah. But Brad and Andrew aren't going to take it sitting down. Hot takes. Cold beer. No prisoners. This is the Brew and View Podcast. Fireworks. And you're loud. <laughs> if, you, if only the camera was working. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Welcome to the Brew and View podcast. You are Brad. I am. And you are Andrew. I am. And I am disappointed, mostly with myself. Convinced myself that, that this is my fault. Um, I'll take the blame for it. I'll, sh- I'll shoulder the burden. Um, but I guess let's with with that. Let's just get right into it. Yeah. Uh, what uh, What'd you do? So you know, I'm I'm doing my. Uh, <laughs> what'd you do? Doing my uh, tour of uh, of shelved beers, beers that I've aged. Um, last week I had the 2015 Stout, which was wonderful. This week, I am having a Dogfish Head 120-minute IPA that was bottled on April 7th, 2017. So, not quite three years old here. And, uh, man. Oh, boy. Uh, it has a strong uh, ar- aroma. Smells like booze. Um, well, like alcohol, not like, like a beer. Um, it almost is like it doesn't resemble an IPA at all anymore. Really? Well, the 120 yeah. minutes. Oh. Uh, excuse me. Uh, the 120 minutes don't always, for especially from Dogfish Head. I know mm-hmm. the 90 minute mm-hmm. doesn't resemble a whole lot of IPA. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? They yeah, yeah, a, absolutely. I mean, the big, the big. They're very malty. They like heavy on the malts, right? I mean, the big thing with 120 minutes is supposed to be like super hopped and um, they just continuously hop it. Well, here we go. Here we go. What you have here is the Holy Grail for hop heads. This beer is continually hopped for over a 120 minute boil and then dry hopped for over a month. Enjoy Mm. now or age for a decade or so. So what is this? Did I not let it age long enough? I am (laughs) surprised to see that it says age for a decade or so. Well, then you screwed up. You yeah. did screw up because it's yeah. either drink it right away, yeah, or a decade from now. But it just it doesn't. Um, 
it burns. It doesn't have any, uh, oh, God, it burns. doesn't have any of that, like, malty, hoppy. It just kind of doesn't resemble <laughs> a beer anymore. Um, shoot, you can't see it, but it is, it's like amber in color. I'm going to send it to you real quick. Uh, and honestly, I can't remember. I feel like the... Uh, 120 is a little more of the uh has a more of a yellowish hue to it um but yeah this looks like uh looks like tastes like maybe it's not beer anymore um turn into some kind of man yeah yeah something's wrong yeah yeah, yeah. i don't know it's warming up a little bit, and it's not a. Uh, it's warming up a little bit. It's warming me up a little bit, which at least there's that. Um, so it's 42 degrees here right now, and Ooh. while I know that that is not as cold as it gets, certainly not as cold as I've experienced. Um, For down I, there, that's yeah, downright chilly. I went outside this evening, and I was like, "What is?" Because there's like this like crispness in the air that uh. I was like, where am I right now? Because it, it really, the air felt like, excuse me, Chicago before uh, before a big snowfall. Hmm. Um, no. Yeah, so it was kind of, it was like, God, it's fucking cold outside right now. And I like smelled the air. I'm like, you know what? I don't hate this. I don't hate this. I don't want to be out in it. But uh, hmm. this, this crisp air, it feels uh, something... There, there's comfort in that familiarity, I guess. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. I mean, that's I mean, it's nice kind of rest for what you're normally dealing with. So, yeah. It is. Keep we got the, spoiled. Saturday was 80 degrees here, and then oh, the temperature, the uh, the mercury took a nosedive. Hmm. Um. So really, we just got we got duped, and then like, oh yeah, it is January, by the way. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, so this dogfish head, um, I blame myself because I've had many a dogfish head product. I've loved majority of them, the vast majority of them. I've even aged some dogfish beers before and to uh, great results. But this one, uh, man, I don't know. No bueno. I don't know what, it, I, I don't know if it's me. I don't know if it's the bottle. I don't know if it's. I don't know, but given Dogfish's good credit with me, I, I got a hand up on this one. Got to take the blame. Yeah. That's what I would be always scared about. You pay, you know, pay good money for a good beer mm -hmm. and let it age. You could, could spoil, but. Yeah. Yeah. Luckily, I mean, a bottle of 120 minute is not cheap for an IPA, but it's, it's. I don't know. I, I mean, you know it's, what? It's a heavy-duty beer, for I, sure. I, uh, it's just the, the cost of learning a lesson. Yep. That's that's what I paid. I, I paid a price to learn a lesson, and uh, I'm, I'm stronger for it. And yeah. uh, I've got another bottle from 2018 that... Uh, you might want to get on. Yeah. Well, you know, maybe I'll need some paint thinner soon. Hmm. Oh... Uh, 
But yeah, uh, lesson learned. I'll stick to the stouts because I've had great results with with all stouts that I've aged so far. Knock on uh, knock on wood. <coughs> cool. Yeah. Um, what are you? I having? am pissed myself as well. <laughs> yeah. Because for I don't know. Since we started this podcast, we've talked about certain beers, be it Sam Adams mm-hmm. or uh, what is it, Flying Dog or Abita. They have a taste, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I'm drinking an Abita Pecan Ale. I don't want to say it too loud because my wife got me this. Uh, I liked it. I liked the bottle, and it has Go Nuts on it with the G E A U X. I love nuts. it. That's pretty sweet. Liked it. Uh, Cracked it open. And uh, as far as I can tell, there's no pecans in here. And I looked at, at a previous post that you had you had reviewed this beer a while ago. Um, oh, yeah. It's you said it. Let me look and Fuck see exactly what you problem. said. Uh, friends check-ins. Uh, <laughs> Andrew McGuire said it tastes like a beat of springs water and copper, which is very <laughs> apt. Nice. Um, yeah, this thing, it really blows. I mean, the only thing is, like, it's not undrinkable, but it's like, I don't want to drink a lot of it. Right. I, like, I don't want to even finish the beer, you know? So, I mean, because I, because what I am drinking now is a perpetual. Hey. Because I don't want to drink that. Um, go-to. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Yeah. <clears throat> so, uh, Purple Hate, <clears throat> excuse me. <clears throat> I'm all choked up. It's it's sad when you have to waste a beer. Um, what is it? Purple haze. Yeah, purple. Yeah, purple haze. I mean, that's the one good one I've had from Avita. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, they don't distribute a lot of stuff nationally. I don't. Yeah, I, I don't think. Um, but they do. I they have a uh, a shotgun series that is really good. Um, but. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, uh, yeah, maybe going to the play. I mean, I know you've been there mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you've, you've tasted and had some, some good beers from there. But yeah, but yeah, I think we've, we've, uh, beat that horse because, yeah, um, there yeah, are, it's just, it has that same taste. Yeah. There are way better, um, I mean, there's no pecan in there, no. none. No. Or if there is, it's like deadened by the all the crap that's around it. There are way, way, way better Louisiana beers. Um, yeah. Abita just got their first, and uh, they've they've got a foothold. Um, I did actually in my old Bruneview notes. I was flipping through. Um, I am trying to find it now. There was a, yeah, oh, this is even before, uh, this is, uh, this is, some of this is pre-Bruin View. This is, uh, I have a note called Movie Pod, mm. where, uh, the one that you and I did, uh, the movies we're thankful for, mm. um, on Mavs, but Matt couldn't do it. 
<laughs> so, <laughs> so he sent uh, a bunch of sound clips, which was pretty cool. Um, yeah. <laughs> fun, fun times. So I found a uh, 10 best beers from the deep south from playboy.com. Alrighty. Which is where I go for all my beer news. Um, but there's a couple that I actually now at this point have had. And two of them, the top two are from Louisiana. Hmm. Um, and I've reviewed both of them on this podcast. Uh, number one is Ghost in the Machine from Parrish. Yeah. And that's uh, recent, right? Um, my it was probably one of the first ones I reviewed after moving here. Okay. Um, because it was the talk of the town, and I forgot I even had this had written this down. Um, but the number two, at arm's length by Great Raft out of Shreveport, yeah. Louisiana, another excellent beer. Um, and then what else? Uh, I've had the Timber Beast from Lazy Magnolia. Um. Oh, uh, coffee oatmeal stout from Good People in Birmingham, Alabama. Monkey Knot IPA by Straight to Ale in Huntsville, Alabama. And I haven't had it, but Wiseacre Brewing uh, has a beer called Tiny Bomb. Uh, and I don't know how I don't I don't know how Memphis qualifies as the Deep South, um, but. I have heard a lot of great things about Wiseacre in Memphis, um, but I haven't cool. had that. So, just kind of funny um, that I uh, yeah discovered Historic. this, and I was like, "Hey, I've had some of these." Nice. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Um, yeah, my all my notebooks and stuff. I'll take a picture and show you. Um, it's just a. I have them all, but everything's just laying in piles because mm-hmm. then I'll like I'll forget that my notebook somewhere, and I'll make a new notebook, and then I'll just keep going. Yeah, this yeah. is my. Uh, nope, I'm showing you on the camera, but the camera's not working. I've had this, uh, like I said, since before we started. Uh, before we started podcasting, doing brew and view, but uh, it's a, just a little black notebook with a Revolution Brewery sticker on it. And it's getting getting to the end here, but so far so good. <laughs> I got one, two, three. <laughs> All these notebooks and pictures I draw. Doodling. Anyways. Yes. Anyways. Uh, I agree. Uh, yeah, I'm kind of disappointed. Want to better be able to have better beer next week, hopefully. But, um, and really, since we last talked, I think I did go to remember that Center Square Brewery. My buddy owns the uh, the restaurant, and they're brewing out of it now. Mm-hmm. Um, I do had had uh, one of their doubles, which was really good the other night. Um, I can't remember what it's called. Fuck, but that was fun. That was a decent beer because uh, yeah, I think doubles are hard to do sometimes with the, if to get good taste and not just a whole bunch of, mm-hmm. you know, high alcohol content in it, you know? Yep. So, yeah, it tasted really good. Yeah. 
Billy Willie Cup. <laughs> well, I'm happy about that because, you know, I'm uh, disappointed in myself, as I've been saying. Because, uh, you know, I, I went for the uh, the big beer. Swing and a miss. Oh, yeah, there we go. I've got the documents right here, people. Mm. Um, fuck, I was looking at something the other day. And uh, people were like, oh, see, see, Alex Jones was right. Alex Jones. Uh, oh, fuck. Jesus Christ. Um, fuck Alex Jones. Yeah, dude, fuck it. I, it's crazy because people think that he he like lost his platform um, because of you know the the government's afraid of him. He's he's too real, too real. Uh, but I didn't know for a very long time, and and found out recently enough, I guess, to say recently found out um, that uh, he was basically a snake oil salesman. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! All the shit he sold on there, yeah, was crazy. John Oliver did. That's what whole, it was. That's when yeah. I found out is when the John Oliver did his thing. Yeah, what a yeah, what a fucking crackpot, fucking asshole. Yeah. Um. So? Yeah. Um. So there I'm you glad have you have an HBO Go, or because mm-hmm. uh, the whatever show he does last week, last week tonight. And it's it's really good. I agree. It just sucks. He's like on a eight or nine week vacation right now, so it should be coming up next out next week. But I watch that pretty religiously. Okay. Yeah, I've uh, I've seen a lot of um, uh, clips. Seen a lot yeah. of clips. Well, there's yeah, there's a lot of stuff on YouTube, but yeah. Yep, pretty good. Pretty, 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 pretty good. Yeah, um, when you don't want to deal with fucking Bill Maher's smug ass. Yeah, real time. He's he's very... I, yeah. He's just so, like, I don't know, into himself. Doesn't take criticism very well. Yeah, it's not, it's, um, it's not enough for him to be right. He's got to be, uh, you know... He's got to let you know. He's got to tell you that he's right. Yeah. Uh, cool dude. Cool, cool dude. Um. But anyways. Yeah. I don't um, know. I'm. I might have to just pour this down the drain. Because the yeah. other thing too is it's it's probably gonna start going to my head here and. Uh, can't it's not. That. It's not worth getting drunk off of. Hmm. I don't know. <sighs> I just throw it back. All right, let's do the show. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things I watched and what I've been doing on Tuesday nights. Yes. Is I am in an archery league. Mm. All right. I love yeah. it. This this is pretty cool. So yeah. Um, it's. You know, I am a hunter. I don't hunt as much as I'd like to, but um, my just one, matter. <laughs> my new f- friend Cole Steve Matt. Okay, yeah. Um, uh, said, "Hey, I'm going to be getting into this league. Would you want to do it?" And I'm like, "Yeah, we need." He said, "We need our guy." I said, "What about Ryan?" 
well, Ryan can't do it most some nights because he has hockey with his daughter. So I got his boy to I come love, play. by the way, that his daughter plays hockey. Oh, yeah. My yeah, sister she's, played she's hockey so growing into up, it. and it just, uh, I don't know. Except that she's a Bruins fan. Uh, I met a guy the other night who was a Bruins fan, and I, uh, but we can get into that after your archery talk. Okay. Well, this kind of has to do with the, the viewing part of our podcast, but okay. um, because it is a video uh, league. So what it is is like three people go and they'll sh- they'll shoot uh, thirty shots mm-hmm. each, and there's a video like twenty yards downrange, mm-hmm. and a big video screen, and you put uh, like the tips the tips on the end of your arrows because the t- the ends of your arrows, depending on what what you're shooting and what you're shooting at. You can take it out, put a fill point in, which you shoot at like regular targets, or you put like a broadhead, which is what you'd shoot at game, you know, which has all the razors and stuff on it. Or this thing, which is like uh, set up for this this video screen, and it is like a like a drop down screen, but I guess it's really heavy duty. But <clears throat> it's like a convex con. What's a rounded end? Yeah, vex like, would be out. like the size of like a nickel, maybe. Okay. And so, like, when it hits, it, it diffuses the energy on it sure. so it doesn't penetrate the, the screen. Mm-hmm. But what, what it does, it brings up uh, these videos, like 15-second videos of wildlife in various doing various things, whether it's eating or calling or mm-hmm. uh, fighting. Um, and it's all type of things. And, like, the first week, it was just, like, mainly, like, uh, large – uh, North American game, whether it's deer, mostly deer. <laughs> Could you imagine being in, in a fight with someone and then some third party just shoots you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would be the worst, right? Like, Especially if you got the upper hand. You're like the wailing on this yeah. guy, and then all of a sudden, someone who's not involved you at all. <laughs> you stand up bloody, looking down, just getting ready to do the killing blow. And get, <laughs> you get blasted. And the guy on the bottom's like, yeah. <clears throat> or a girl um <laughs> the uh so equal opportunity beatdowns <laughs> yeah 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 well i'm nothing if i'm not equal opportunity yeah. um hey, but it's yeah. cool i mean i know some people be like why would you do that it's stupid mm-hmm. but it's fun no, uh, because no, this cool. thing it actually scores you on where you hit on the target on this screen it's a video and it's like interactive so like if you hit you know if you hit like the best place to hit a deer is like behind the shoulder here like Mm -hmm. that's that's where all the organs and stuff are well if you hit there that's good or if you hit the heart that's a bullseye or if you hit up on the shoulder that's a body shot or if you miss you know and you get points uh accordingly yeah okay so like the first week was like I say, a lot of North American animals. Second week was a lot more North American animals, but like was like a frog and a bobcat thrown in here and there, just random stuff. Uh, like a crow shooting comedians. You know? What's that? You're shooting comedians. Yes, bobcat. I can't do the voice right now because my voice is all jacked up. No, that, that's, I, an, I, that's another I, story. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, I was gonna say you could you could see the wheels turning in my head. Yeah. <laughs> If if the camera was on, you you would know that I, that I was like, ah, 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 better of it. Um, Brad, don't shoot me. I don't know. I can't. <laughs> I'm not good at that. 
Yeah. <laughs> that sounded like a mix between Gilbert Gottfried. And, I don't know. <laughs> Any of you? Um, <laughs> that would be great. I mean, you have North American game like Gilbert Gottfried and, yeah. Yeah. and, yeah. and Bobcat Goldthwait. Yeah. And they just, just scream in pain when you shoot it's arrows at them. Different name. Uh, yeah. Like. Uh, Oh shit! Uh, yeah, Bobcat Goldthwait. Um, uh, ow! I'm trying to think of names for animals and like I was thinking of Jerry Seinfeld. What kind of animal goes along with Seinfeld? Like Harry, Harry Steinfeld, or I don't know. You know, <laughs> it's all right. Cat Stevens. <laughs> I like um, that one. Cat Stevens. Um, so, anyways, this week, mm-hmm. and it, it's fun because it's you know competitive. You're shooting against other people and stuff. Yeah. This week was all like a lot of African animals. <clears throat> so I'm shooting like an elephant, a giraffe, mm-hmm. a, and like um, a caiman, which is you know like an alligator, like an African alligator, um, hippo. Like all kinds of stuff. Like when it pops up, you're like, "What?" Like I'm not supposed to shoot this thing. <laughs> like I was talking to the, the uh, cool Steve Matt mm-hmm. um, that like the draft comes up. I'm like, if I saw that, like there's no way I could shoot this thing. Like, yeah, it's like like you can't shoot it. Even like a hippopotamus. Like why would you shoot a hippo? Mm-hmm. Um, but it was it's just so eating all funny. your marbles. Yeah, exactly. That bastard. That's how he got so fat. Fucker. You fat fuck. <laughs> you fat fuck. Um, so anyways, that's what I was watching earlier tonight. Nice. Well, two, yeah, two things I was watching. But you go first. That, that is cool. Um, oh, yeah. So so Bruins guy. Um, this guy came up and he's like, uh, I don't know. He, he was just a uh, nice dude, actually. I ended up talking with him for a while. Good guy. Um, but Wicked he, Cole. He comes in and he's wearing a Bruin. He's like, "Where's your pizza?" He like, he's definitely from from here. <laughs> but he, are you uh, sure? Where's your pizza? And he, he I was, <laughs> I got a wicked full bladder. Oh God, Boston, why? Just why? Uh yeah, he he had a wicked normal. Uh, accent um but he's just like like with the Bruins winter hats a little much dude like it's it, it hadn't gotten that cold yet it was still in like the high 50s um but uh he he knew a guy who used to work there who used to brew there who is a penguins fan oh um so i was like oh yeah yeah and, you know i know i knew cam i met him uh when he worked at NOLA, um, see, he had, bo- he had bounced around to the, the New Orleans beer scene, brewing at a couple places. Um, and I was like, yeah, he's a good guy, even though he's a Penguins fan. Because uh, I thought that would be a nice way to uh, segue into the Boston hat. He's like, oh, right. yeah, I, I saw you looking at my hat earlier. I was like, hmm. right, yeah, I was. <laughs> he's like, who's your team? And I was like, oh, the Blackhawks. And uh, obviously, I have one up on him uh, since in a head-to-head competition, they were bested. Yeah. The year 2013 of our Lord. 
Year of Our Lord, <laughs> 2013. Um, of Our Lord Stanley? Yeah, Lord Stanley's Cup, baby. Um, but, you know, I, I told him the truth. I'll always have a soft spot for Boston for beating the Vancouver Canucks Thanks, in 2011. And uh, so, yeah, we talked about that for a little bit. But, cool. yeah, Boston, it really, like, I just, I I love the sport. I, the, uh, I'll always um, root for the Hawks over anything. But, man, I just, the only team that I don't like is Vancouver. <laughs> That's weird. So weird. Well, you I were guess like familiarity breeds contempt. Yeah, because like they're so far out of my mind. Like I don't even remember they're a hockey team. I think I think about the mm-hmm. the the uh, Golden Knights more than I think about them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or even the Coyotes because it's just <laughs> how bad they are. Like the <laughs> yeah, their their storylines. Yeah, because yeah. like Vancouver's just always middling, mm-hmm. and. Yeah, I just don't, and they're so far away. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, far. and I mean, yeah, it's familiarity, but it's it's specifically, I specifically didn't like that um, that team this, in the early this 10s. bastard Sedins. Yeah, well, you know, go easy on them. They have the same amount of Stanley Cups as us, so, you know. Yeah. Seto, none. You hmm. and I combined for the same amount of Cups as the Sedin twins. Um, and yeah, it just, it, I hate Elaine, uh, Vignal. I know he's not coaching there anymore, but like he was like, you know, in, in like post game pressers, he was talking shit about players and, and like, not even just like, oh, he's an agitator. He was like being a fucking dick. And it's like, dude, shut up. You're not gonna, you're not gonna, uh, I guess he's doing the exact same thing every fucking sports fan does where you're not actually going to get out there on the ice. So why don't you just shut up? But, <laughs> you know, you're uh, yeah, that well, I have the same contempt for t- John Tortorella. Yeah, I, I'm not a big fan of his, but. Um, but you haven't seen him as much as I. Yeah, have. exactly. Him floating around in my division for so fucking long. Yeah. Well, him spoiling a phenomenal goal like just wasting a phenomenal goaltender on yeah. just a middling team. And you know what? New York is the um, pseudo epicenter of America. I didn't realize until I was looking at the numbers, the Rangers actually suck. Yeah. They're not a good franchise. They had Messier and that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Messier and Gretzky. Well, I mean, in a Messier one, of course. But, right. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. well, but, I, yeah. I mean, the Kings had Gretzky too. It's, yeah. But well, I mean, that's kind of why. I mean, I think of them as an afterthought as well because yeah. they always they end up going against the Pens every other year in the playoffs, and the mm-hmm. Pens inevitably beat them. Yeah. Um, like I have more hate for the Islanders than I do for the Rangers. Mm-hmm. But. <laughs> yeah, I mean. I guess I shouldn't say the only team I hate is Vancouver. I'm also not a fan of Nashville. Um, I got a soft spot for Nashville, but that's because they're in the West. Yeah. See, they just – they – and having to face them, and um, I think they bounced us pretty handily one year. Um, but not even that. I just – it's the 
the media's fault that I hate them. They just became such a darling, and they, like, just in having to, um, you know, listen to the national uh, national broadcast of just, oh, Nashville, great hockey town. These fans are ready for a cup. They are dessert. Like, shut up. Get the mm. fuck out of here. These, yeah, great hockey town. All oh, they're, you know, down the street recording the same song over and over again hoping to get rich get out of here great hockey town yeah uh maybe it is never been but yeah it, it just especially when you're playing like a you know the team that's won three stanley cups in the uh past uh well at this point 10 years um you know, come on. Yeah, great, great hockey town. Let's just ignore the fact that and, – and I don't think – when Chicago, when the Blackhawks are winning, it's a good hockey town. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm not saying you should be like, oh, Chicago's the center of the hockey universe. But really? You're going to deny it that there was Blackhawks mania for a decade? <laughs> mania. Yeah. Um. At least that's the way I see it. But I'm still yeah. going. Th- I've been I've been going through that for a long time. Love them. I actually think that that's why I like um, just the NHL in general is because you have that kind of uh, inferiority complex. Oh, for sure. Where it's like, it, like I grew up cool playing see, hockey. Um, when it when a town, you know, when it when it is like a town like you know uh, Chicago or Detroit. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, even Pittsburgh, I guess, too. But, like, when these, like, new teams kind of pop up, the kind of the fan base that pops up in these newer cities, you know, yeah. because they do have a lot of new city, like, warm weather cities, quote, unquote. Yeah. Um, well, that Vegas. They, Vegas is a perfect you know, example. Uh, that the, the fan base does get behind them. And, like, for, like, the, the, the Knights to have a great year, for the, the Preds to have a couple great good not great but good years yeah um uh that that helps like hockey in america so. i agree you're right uh, you're 100 percent right on that and that's why um i think i think matt on on mavs was like ah, i don't want vegas to win like why first it's like first uh first year in the league like why do they even have a team you can't play hockey there like it grows the sport exponentially um, well yeah and 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 them them losing to Washington as much as I fucking hate Washington was great for the sport too because of Etchin getting a cup and that that fan base is fucking immense now it's mm-hmm. huge it's crazy like that that it's well with the Nationals winning that's a pretty big fan district base of now champions too, but the the Capitals fan base is really big yeah I mean it's bleeding over in the my area in my territory so yeah which but is weird because the the penguins have been have bested them three out of four times in like yeah. the past yeah i mean they've only for the yeah, uh there's for the only conference, they've right? lost once to them yeah and that's the most recent yeah soon yep, yep, yep. they're playing philly tonight aren't they yeah they did they played philly and that's another team i hate and they just got their asses waxed Three nothing. 
But they just came off a pretty tough uh, stretch. Three games, three games, four nights mm-hmm. with Boston on as a as a sandwich. Boston yeah. was the bread in that sandwich. <laughs> I uh, uh, two and one in that in that stretch. I have now. Um, I've been um, watching a little more closely. Um, once Kane was like close to getting his uh, thousandth point. Oh yeah, yeah. And and I've now convinced myself that the Blackhawks are going to break my heart. They're going to sneak. Yeah. They're going to sneak into the playoffs, and. <laughs> Just, I'm I'm convinced of this. He can't. Th- no logic can tell me otherwise. Because right now they're, I think, like, um, five points back. They're like just outside of eighth, that eighth spot. Yeah. Um, with a ton of season left, of course. Uh, they, we haven't even made it to the All Star break. Uh, but I, I'm just, I'm convinced. They're they're gonna sneak in, and then they're gonna. They're gonna break my heart. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and that's, uh, yeah, that's how they usually do. I mean, for all teams too. But fuck, Penguins have over two hundred. I know this is a weird stat, but man games. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. Lost to injury. Yeah. So, like, out of the starting lineup they started the season with, the people that they had, uh, like, 200 games worth of missed games for all their mm. starters. <clears throat> and they still had the best record in Dece- December without Crosby and or Malkin for most of that. Yeah. So, so yeah. they're sitting pretty comfy there right in third place in the conference, which is tight. Crosby's just unfucking believable. He's so consistent. He's not yeah. flashy like McDavid is. I don't know how many games you've watched McDavid who is fucking great. I've seen I I watch a I haven't watched a lot of games he's played, but I've seen a lot of him. Yeah, if if you get a chance, watch some of their games just watching that line play together. Yeah. Cuz that that pairing is so good. I mean, so good. Uh but, you know, you can't just have one line. When it comes to playoff, you have no, to have you, you, yeah, secondary scoring, dude. Yeah, I mean, it's that's cr- crazy how different the game is. You, your fourth line needs to be able to put up points. Yeah, like they don't need to score two goals a game, but yeah, you well, know, they got to find the back of yeah. the net like once every three games. Yeah, but your third a- line needs to put up like twenty percent of your goals. They, yeah, that's true too. Yeah, if it's if it's if it's forty thirty thir- if it's forty thirty twenty ten, then you you've got a good thing. If it's mm-hmm. like sixty twenty ten ten, mm-hmm. then you're in rough shape. Yeah, when it comes to the playoffs. Yeah, you need that depth. That was, I mean, that was the Hawks' bread and butter. Like, yep, especially in um, thirteen, they're fucking their fourth line could hang with a lot of teams. I you know, I'm not going to jump out of the window and say first line, but scoring-wise, they could put up numbers like a lot of second lines. Yeah. Um yeah. Crosby was named player of the decade, right? I don't know. Okay. I, I didn't see. Was. I I would I believe I, he was and I want to say what's his name was number 2. Ovechkin. Um yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, he deserves it. He he actually has a chance of fucking breaking Gretzky's goal record. He oh, really he's, does. He, the dude has a nose for the back of the net. He's an oh, unbelievable dude, like he could play, scorer. He could sit atop of that circle. I mean, that's the only shot he has right now. <laughs> is He could sit on top of that circle and score for the next 15 years. <laughs> like he could be, um, you know, he could be, who was it, Bobby Hall? No, Gordie Howe. You know, yeah, playing. Mr. Hockey, 2.0. Yeah. Yeah, well, fuck, yeah. I Kane didn't crack the top. I think he was named 15th player of the decade. That's a little harsh. He's top three. I'm not, like, no, I don't think anyone's touching Crosby, and I'm not just saying that because I'm talking with you right now. Um, and I think that... Uh, well, as far as being decorated, you know, Olympics, oh, Stanley yeah, Cups. I mean, three Stanley Cups, MVP, um scoring like he's always in the scoring chase he, i think yeah. he won the scoring like once or maybe twice yeah so but he's medals, always like his um, goals to assist or like he's always like a 50 50 guy you know he's always like the same number with goals and assists mm-hmm. or you know it's always there's never like a disparity like they call him a cy young when the the goals are so much higher than your assists mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah but um I don't know. I don't. Yeah, I don't need to sing Sidney Crosby's praises anymore yeah. than I already do. No, but, but yeah, Kane should be fifteenth. That's crazy. Top three, for sure. Um, um of the decade, or that that was the I'm, list. Twenty ten to twenty. Who would be better? Nineteen. Yeah. Um, I mean, as much as I hate the son of a bitch, Brad Marchant should be up there. He was probably. He, I mean, he's he's a really good player. He's just such an agitator and such a dick. Um, but yeah, I think he was Zidane Charo probably is somewhere up there. Yeah, just he's for, gotta be just just for fucking not missing jabby. a game with a broken jaw. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty fucking sweet. What's crazy is that guy sucked whenever he was, was with the Senators. He was bad. He was like a bust, and he gets to the Bruins and just is just like. Um, I think maybe it's, you know, the way the game changed too. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, just his reach and being able to, uh, you know, not put a body on people, but just his reach and being able to disrupt the plays and stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the dude can fight, which is weird. <laughs> Excuse uh, me. Yeah. I oh, mean, I was watching, um, scary dude to go I, up against. That's for sure. Oh yeah. I was watching, um, some weird, or, uh, like you know how you get on YouTube rabbit holes, and uh, I went to like craziest like amateur or or, or no uh, youth fights, you know crazy youth fights, mm-hmm. you know. So like you're just all over the globe. A lot of Russian, a lot of Czech Republic, a lot of <laughs> Finnish, Canadian, all this stuff. Fights where the you know it's it's kids. It's under you know whatever is under eighteen kids getting into fights and stuff, and. Right in the middle of this video, I'm like, that's my rink. There was this huge fight that happened where no I way. played beer league hockey. That's awesome. Yeah, it was great. It was like all the like the signs and stuff. I was like, that's where I play. Like all the advertisements. I'm like, when did this happen? I should have been there. But they get to play before <laughs> we do. We have to play at like 12 o'clock. Yeah, that's a shame. Kids can stay yeah. late. Uh, this isn't the list that I was looking at. This isn't a list published by ESPN. Um, 
but number one, Crosby. Number two, Connor McDavid. Nah. For the decade. Three Ovechkin, four Carlson, five Lundquist. Carlson, yeah. Lundquist, yeah. I'm, I'm not saying above Kane, but I'm just saying. No, no. I, I, they deserve Malkin, definitely in, eh, in the conversation. Yeah, Bergeron yeah. is number seven. Yes, yes. He needs to be up there. He's really underrated. He's that He's that because Marchant takes so much praise. Mm-hmm. Him and Chara. And he's just fucking that. He's a solid. He's like a low-rent Crosby. He's really good. <laughs> he's the... Uh... The mom saying we have Crosby at home. Yep. <laughs> and it's Bergeron. Um, Stamkos, and then, and again, this is ESPN's list, and then Kane at ninth, and, and Duncan Keith at, at 10. Hmm. Um, but what about Taze? Where's Taze fall? I mean, he's, I know he's down there probably. Uh, he's got to be. But then he's here's, probably, he's more in the last. I mean, his best years were, man, eh, not his, yeah. Man, eh, not his best years. I mean, he was he he straddled that like he sat defense on the aughts and the teens, right? Yeah, I mean, he doesn't um, he doesn't have the flash or pizzazz of no. he, uh, a cane, um, but I, I don't know. Pavel Datsuk at eleven, Oof. he retired in two thousand and sixteen, but yeah, I probably but yeah, would his, pick he's him. One, he straddled over both decades. Everyone. I mean, I'm not saying he's better than – I don't know. I, I just – I love Pavel. Like, watching him stick handle. Yeah. Unreal. I mean, he just – and I kind of argue against my own point here. Um, If there's no Datsu, there might not be a Kane. Because everything he does, in, mm-hmm. and even when it's building upon it, it's Datsu was like the – like his hands, unreal. Yeah. Yep. Um, but yeah, I guess Taze at fifteen. Okay. How good was Jonathan Taze? That's a rhetorical question here, but it was a raging debate over the course is of the decade. Is Latang on that list? I'm wondering because there's only, um, I mean, Duncan Keith, I guess, and Carlson, two defensive men. Uh, I mean, Dowdy's seventeen. Brent Burns nineteen. Brent, he's so fucking over. Overrated. Brent Burns over Joe Pavelski. That's crazy. That guy, he has a beard. That's the only reason people like him. <laughs> Chris Letang comes in at um, 23. There's no way. There's no way. Behind uh, Brent Burns. Behind Drew. He's I got a Drew big Dowdy beard and is a really big good. slap shot. That's it. And then Chara's 24. I think that's a little too low, but I don't know. Yeah, maybe, maybe not. I, I mean, know. the one thing. Well, so this is a good point too, because uh, Chara won his only Norris Trophy right before the decade began. Yeah, fair enough. All right, no. but but he is like, yeah, longevity, fucking toughness, and what two Stanley Cups? And, in, and he uh, he climbed Kilimanjaro. He's really? he's a badass. Yeah, that's what a nut. Carey <laughs> Price. Ooh, Oof. that's a take that didn't age well. What about is uh, what other goalies are on there? You had Lundqvist and who else? Uh, Lundqvist is the only top ten. Who else did I? There was somebody I'm trying to think who would be else. Oh, what about um, 
Who was that? Oh, the Preds goalie. Um, oh, Sergei Bobrovsky. Um, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Pads a Bobrovsky. Um, yeah, Carey Price is the third goaltender on the list. Huh. Braden Holtby. Holtby. At 28. Yeah, I mean, Flurry probably should be somewhere like somewhere on the list i would imagine Lu- luongo should be on the list don't say that <laughs> i mean uh jonathan quick that's it this yeah. is uh... but th- he was more of a flash in a pan i thought you know what yeah I mean? see that's the thing that i'm having trouble like mark andre Fleury is uh is on here number 42 um he's got a good point Fleury had peaks and valleys he did. I mean, he got. Yeah, he lost his job. I guess on a Stanley Cup. But the thing is, he lost his job one year and then won him the Stanley Cup the second year in that back-to-back run. Yeah, weird. So Tukarask. Yeah, What's that? Uh, Tukarask comes in. Oh, yeah. at fifty. He, he's deserving. He's good. Luongo at fifty-two. Um, <laughs> this is so fucking stupid. Who the uh, Pecorini? Fifty-three. Fifty-three and fifty-four. Fifty-three. Henrik Sedin, 54. Daniel Sedin. Oh, of course. No Stanley Cups. <laughs> easy. If it was easy, we'd all have some right now. Uh, Tim Thomas. Thomas won his second Vezina Trophy in 2011. Con Smythe and Stanley Cup. He had a, he was, he had a flash. Mm-hmm. That was it. I mean, it was yeah, like, what, I, a three-year run? I mean, he's still on the Bruins. What? No. Or did he? Re- is he retired at this point? He has to be retired. Has to be. Oh yeah. They I mean, have, I'm, I'm they not saying him, you're. No, 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 right, no, no. Because they have him I listed. Just... They have him listed on the Bruins, and he's a top 100 player of the decade. But here we have he retired in 2014 after splitting yeah. the season between the Stars and Panthers. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, he yeah because Tukaras took his job. I mean that was that was the that's a I'm sorry. ultimate flash in a pan. That is like you didn't even play for half of the decade. Yeah, I I mean I mean he was great those like three years that he was there, but yeah, there's a reason Tukaras is still playing. Yeah. Mm, 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 mm. Frederick Anderson. Ooh. Oh. For uh, the Senators. Um. Was he on the Senators? They have him listed as a Maple Leaf right now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm so, yeah, my bad. Uh, Craig um, Anderson was the uh, Senator. Yeah, yep, yep. How about Chris Neal? That fuck. <laughs> I don't, good news, I do not see his name. Oh, Corey Crawford in the top 100. Look, there you go. I am a Blackhawks fan. I would not put him, I you want to talk about peaks and valleys. Couldn't trust him. I mean, he he is. Where's he at now? Is he still playing? Yeah, he's, he's still playing. He kind of splits time. Um, We did. We we saw him play in uh, oh. Las Vegas. So that was cool. I, look, I love Corey Crawford. Um, but. I don't know, man. I like. I just. Uh, I don't know. 
guess 100 players is a lot. Ah, never no? mind. John John Gibson, number 95, the Anaheim goaltender. No, Who's 99? Right. 92 to 99. <laughs> 98 is Jerome McGinley. Or uh, Jerome McGinley. Yarmor Yager. Oh, I just saw Jay crazy. and went for it. <laughs> Yarmor Yager. 100 is uh, Alexander Semen. Oh, Semen. Yeah. He was a fucking pens killer, that guy. Yeah. There is. God, I need to find this. Uh, the greatest. God, I love hockey. Yeah. It's the fastest sport on ice. <laughs> <laughs> that was. I think that was the NHL slogan for a few years in like the so late stupid. 90s, early 2000s. Um, there is. The. Yeah, here we go. Best YouTube video title of all time. Mike Richards Blast Semen. (laughs) 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 It's just just him uh, (laughs) putting a big hit on on Alexander Semen. Uh. Oh, you know what? This is a good lead in to Mm -hmm. two movies we watched, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Now that I think about it, um, I watched a hockey movie and you watched a hockey movie. This is true. This is this was part of the plan. It was. All right. What uh, what did you watch? I watched Tough Guy. All right. The Bob Probert story. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so um, my ratings. Tough Guy, the Bob Probert story. So this is, this is uh, based on his autobiography. I guess he did really shortly before he died um <clears throat> because they had some and i i think uh, i mean it's not like he wrote it there's no way he wrote it he had, had a ghostwriter doing it but like they have all the audio from him yeah talking to whoever was writing it and um so the audio was interspersed throughout the movie so you hear his voice a lot during this uh documentary which is cool because mm-hmm. they get a lot of access especially to his wife his mom, his brother, his friends, his uh, you know teammates, all that stuff. Um, there's soup a lot of access and a lot of, uh, of course, a lot of footage. So like, you know, in this day and age, this guy you know played from what was it ninety like eighty nine to two thousand two or something like that. Yeah. Um, or maybe a little bit earlier, like eighty seven. I don't can't remember exactly when but so this is the life and times of a guy who i think we both revered as like like the guy i wasn't able to access hockey whenever i was uh watching hockey other than penguins games when i was growing up and uh when i was first introduced to him it was like 1993's sega um uh nhl what is it the uh, hockey game yeah nhlpa 93 yeah and like you wanted to play with either detroit or the red wings i mean the pens were <laughs> fun to play with too but the, the you know you wanted eiserman and Fedorov with probert yeah. as your the guy you could fight with or you wanted um ronick and chelios hell yes um because Chelios or Ronick was so goddamn fast and Chelios had a super great shot. Yep. Um, and Eiserman and Fedorov were great on the one timers and Probert was great to fight with. Mm-hmm. And, um, and that's how I was introduced to him. Just this big tough guy. And like, 
you know, being that age at that time, I'm, you know, junior high, whatever. And then, you know, starting to follow hockey at that time because the Pens had just won two championships and mm-hmm. it being kind of a niche sport because you couldn't watch it on regular TV. We only had three channels when I was growing up and all that stuff. <clears throat> you know, I'm an old man boomer here, but, <laughs> um, you know, this is like my first introduction other than to the Penguins of like other hockey players. Mm-hmm. And he's one of the first names. And then like when he died, I think it was in 2012 when he died. Um, uh, it was it was kind of a slap in the face because or, or like a kind of a wake up call. Oh, this guy died. This, yeah. this makes me feel old. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, a guy from my youth, a guy that I thought was young and virulent is dead now and i didn't know all the details i like stuff started seeping out like cte brain stuff all that stuff I, yeah and of course that happens and but I, also i was kind of sheltered from all of the like major drug problems and stuff that he had and this yeah. is like this really chronicles his just um you know uh fame youth addiction um uh people uh enabling um just all the trappings you know when when we look at the nfl today or the nba you know when people squander their wealth and money and stuff like that this Mm -hmm. isn't quite like that but it it's a lot more with the drugs and alcohol Mm -hmm. that he consumed and uh also a little bit uh, actually a lot maybe to do with like the cte because he was a fighter and like we watched these yeah. you know we watched the uh ice guardians mm-hmm. documentary we both loved it but we also had uh you know it was, it, it was hard to watch because as much as we love these guys and we like revere these guys like yeah they have i mean there's everlasting problems they're going to have just because that's what they do, whether it's just the broken fingers and they can't pick up stuff or it's the CTE that's going to affect them for the rest of their lives. And, um, it was, this is really sobering, uh, uh, documentary. There's not a whole lot of fun in it. There's a couple like kind of laugh, like chuckle moments, but it's Mm -hmm. all, it's, it's all around like how he's not able to handle, uh, fame and just money in general and uh, like what you know what are you going to do with what you have i mean he was i mean the red wings i mean they covered for him so much like mm-hmm. drunk driving drugs i mean all these things like he's so many car crashes motorcycle wrecks uh getting into fights with people uh, it's it's really depressing, um, and I don't know if this guy was a good guy. I don't. I, I like to think he was, and people mm-hmm. speak glowingly of him. But man, like if I were to do like, and I, this is an easy cop out way to say this, but if I were to do the things he did, mm-hmm. like I would be shunned from everyone I know. But the people, <laughs> yeah, you know no, I, mean? I, I know because oh, like that's because why I laugh because I know exactly what you're talking about. He, he if he had. If I, but he had the money and he had the career and the fame, mm-hmm. people still stuck around him and stuck to him, and he's beloved in certain circles. So, you know, it's hard to say, oh, what a, 
what a terrible shame this is or yeah. it, it is it's easy to say it's a terrible shame but it's it's like oh we lost this great man we lost um, a great hockey player yeah but yeah we lost uh, you know. this guy who we like to watch and I don't, I don't know if he was a good guy yeah. i don't think he was for a lot of his life and mm-hmm. like he tried to tra- change turn it around mm-hmm. and i have a lot of um I have a lot of empathy for people trying to to turn their life around after they fuck up. Yeah. Once or twice, but not <laughs> over and over again. Yeah. And and I know addiction is a real thing and I I'm not being insensitive to that. Mm-hmm. It's just but when you hear the interviews and the way he you know, uh, the way he's talking about like his general manager going after him for getting busted. Like that guy sold me out. He sold me out. Like I, like <laughs> he went to the press after you. he got busted with like uh, intent to distribute cocaine amounts coming across the border. Yeah, I've heard that. I mean, I've heard the NHL across the board. That's the coke is the drug of choice. Yeah, but I've heard that he in particular. I heard a horrible story once. And maybe this is uh, this is something that um, kind of paints him as a bit of a sympathetic figure to me, uh, even though uh, uh, even though you know there's there's a lot of things to point to the contrary. But this this one particular story always sticks out in my mind. Of there was a sports writer who um, like took a took a dinner meeting with him, and um, had heard that like he had cleaned up his act right. And so he uh, has him come out for uh, for dinner, and he puts you know uh, some lines of blow and a rolled up dollar bill on the table, just to just to see if if Bob Probert really is Ugh. a different guy now. Like what a fucking asshole! Fuck that guy. I wish I knew his name Ugh. to call him out right now, but. That's just a, yeah. That's one story that's always stuck in my head. Like, what a fucking jerk off. And and that is bad. And like, am I? Do I want to hold this guy up to a higher standard? Right. So mm-hmm. he's a hockey player. He's mm-hmm. been a goon his whole life. Like, mm-hmm. l- literally his whole life, he's been a goon. Mm-hmm. Like from the time he started, you know, in the juniors. Like that's when you start fighting. That's when he gets his name. Yeah. You know, he, you he could also score bones. a little bit. And I think I sent you uh, a documentary on YouTube or something a couple of weeks ago about another guy mm-hmm. um, who is the same kind of story, just not as well known, just a, a fighter, a guy, like a huge guy that could fight and, you know, overdoses or dies or has a stroke, something like that, you know, to the, you know, he went up, you know, his meteoric rise yeah. and tragic fall. Um just as fast and so like i what do i expect from these people you know like would and like you know barkley said i'm not a role model i'm a fucking basketball player you know like why do we put why do we put these people on a pedestal but you know in my youth i did yeah and of course it's hard not to look at them and and think that way but um yeah it's a sad sad fucking story man squandered youth and maybe oh Don Cherry comes off. God, I, I hate that guy so I fucking much. Do, do not like him. 
I can't stand him. The only like, the only joy he's given me is the YouTube video where someone put piano chords underneath him hitting his desk. <laughs> Otherwise, that guy's such a fucking. He loves the smell of his own shit. Man, like, so he's he's in this documentary as in archival footage. Like, he loved Probert. He loved him as a player, right? So there's mm-hmm. archival footage like him talking on uh, Hockey Night in Canada about how much he loved this guy. Um, and then there's him being like a talking head mm-hmm. on some of it. And then when they start bringing up the concussion thing, like he's like, you guys got to be careful. This con- this concussion thing isn't the, – the science isn't in yet. The, you got to be careful. Don't, don't start this shit with the concussion thing. And he looks like such a fucking idiot. Like, what do you mean don't start with the concussion thing? You know? These guys like, that we love – are who who entertain us at the end of the day that's all this is and it's it's wonderful and and i love it so much but dude these guys are like they're putting it all on the line like you deserve at least to be fucking truthful about this stuff yeah that guy's such a fucking blowhard i fuck i can't fucking stand him glad he lost his job yeah finally Weird, because he's been like even what he, <clears throat> what he said wasn't that. Like it, it I wasn't as I egregious. As, I was like, yeah. what did he say? And yeah. I'm like checking on it. It there was notes of racism, but it was wasn't racist. Mm-hmm. You know, it was just kind of like, you know. <laughs> well, if we let him keep talking, it's he's gonna say something racist. Yeah. I suppose. <laughs> like we gotta we gotta nip this in the bud before he he goes full on. Maybe. That's what they're um, thinking. But. So this movie <clears throat> is, um, I, you're gonna love it, um, but it's depressing as hell. Yeah, but it's fun to watch the, you know, the old hockey. <clears throat> yeah. Oh yeah. I'm sure. That is just, I don't know. And um, but it's it's hard great. to watch the end. Because how like strong and huge this dude was, mm-hmm. and go to, I mean, not that he withered away to nothing, but you know, you could tell he was just going away, and like he mm-hmm. just treated his body like hell, kind of like I do, <laughs> just with a little less cocaine, <laughs> and hopefully concussions too. Yeah, I think I've had my share of those, and I don't, I don't know. Oh, right. I I don't know either. And I was I think I was talking about this with my whole um, sleep thing. Like I did start start like snoring at at, like a really young age. And like uh, at this point, it's a different story. But when I was young, I was always very skinny. Yeah. Um, And that's like snoring like an old fucking fat man. Um, (laughs) And finally. um, Just this past year when I was going in for these tests, they're like, yeah, so. I mean, a lot of this stuff, the shallow breathing and stuff, this is a, a byproduct of concussions. And, like, did you ever have any concussions growing up? Yeah, probably a few. Yeah. <laughs> I was a very uh, small kid playing a contact sport for many years, and I have gotten lit up a lot. Yeah. Um, but it's like, um, and, and same same with you, like, 
it's it was only a few years before this started being a big deal but when i was growing up like you know sit down get drink some water you know feel better get back out there yeah it's like unless you you like really got got drilled and like we're on the ice for a little bit it probably you know you you probably wouldn't miss a lot of time fuck no like it's, they would get into a fight like he was no, like probert was notorious like if he lost a fight he would come right out of the box and fight the guy again. <laughs> it just and, it and uh, even with us talking about fucking CTE right now and and how horrible I know, it truly is. Like awesome. You just it saying brings, that is like that's fucking badass. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's great. <laughs> Some and demented fucking like, Tidomi. caveman brain. That oh, motherfucker. That little sawed off son that, of a bitch. Yeah. Like he Did you just call him a sawed off son of a bitch because that's amazing. Yeah, <laughs> that's fantastic. Um, he like that dude wasn't scared of anything. Like he fought Probert. Like yeah, Ty Domi's like five foot nine, five foot eight maybe, mm. and just went after Probert and took it to him. Um, and like, but there is a really poignant moment in this documentary. They're talking to Ty Domi, and he's like. I know there's problems. I know they're coming up and I can feel the effects. I just we're this is the kind of mentality we've grown up with that right. We're just kind of kind of ignore it until it's too late. Mm-hmm. And it's 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 very um telling. Uh that whole I mean, you can call it caveman attitude, but it's also just and you can call it toxic toxic masculinity and all that bullshit, but it's like I mean, I don't know. It's you can it's call how it that, but you can you also compete. attribute it to the, the like the the love and the reverence that that some of these guys have for this game when they talk about it. Oh, you could it's, say it's you, crazy. Like, I love uh, hockey documentaries are the best documentaries. Oh sports. yeah, I mean on on a whole. I'm not saying and, there's no good other ones. Like, right, right. But no, that is great. But yeah, I have the uh, yeah. It just like the reverence they have for it and the love they have for it. You can tell them what's going to happen, but you just get that, you know, you just get, um, you know, it's like the acting bug or, or, you know, any passion, really like any oh, yeah. passion you have, like you develop. Macrame. Yeah. Like in me and my, um, speaking of not quite macrame, but my macaroni painting paintings. Yeah. Like there you, you just, you know. Or your Will I have arthritis? Probably, but God, I wouldn't trade that for all the pictures in the world that I've made That's out right. of macaroni. <laughs> no, it's it's just it's a passion thing. It's something you fall in love with at a young age before you're even you know hitting each other. Yeah, and it's it's a shared that shared camaraderie mm-hmm. and all that stuff. You know, you go through the battles, the trenches, the smelly yeah. locker rooms, the smell, mm-hmm. you like every, you know, whatever stupid comedy there is on, on hockey, it, you know, you talk about right. the naked guy, you know, the guy that drinks yeah. before the game, you, you talk about the smelly gloves the, or the guy that doesn't ever wash his gear, whatever, you know, whatever it is, it's just. Yeah. Yeah. You know. And it, it's, um, and it's always telling when people like don't get why they fight. Like, is fighting um, 
there's the people who don't like hockey and think that it's just there's a fight every five minutes and then like it's there's there's a fucking code to it and there's like oh. you're defending your guys when they've been wronged and the authorities haven't handled it properly yep i i totally think it's necessary but wish it was never in the game yeah i mean you know yeah i i understand that for sure i i understand why it's there i enjoy it i, I haven't like it. thought I about wish- it like that so that's why i can't i'm, I'm forming an opinion on your take right now okay <laughs> let me process that no yeah i i i get that i totally get where you're coming from i just that's not something i had thought about before um yeah fuck yeah uh hockey documentaries well i've got one for you let me throw all right throw this out there red army we talked about it last week um it is the um <laughs> so there is a youtube link on it on um uh, you can watch it on youtube oh, okay. um but it's hard to kind of watch because in order to pl- have it it has to be like one third of the screen of the full screen and it's oh, kind of hard to watch so i i tried to like but i couldn't get yeah through it. Yeah, um, so what it is, it's the um, the Soviet Union did have, I didn't know they were actually called the Red Army, but they had Mm. a a hockey program called the Red Army. Um, And it was about the, um, starts off kind of with the uh, story of this program, and then obviously you have um, their Olympic competitions. Uh, They touch briefly on... uh, the um the whole cold war uh 1980 miracle on ice um is and stuff like that but where it really kind of uh picks up is um that well first off they have um uh fatisov is like the they have access to him they he's really the center of this story um and it's really all about uh, his um, him. He's the proxy for like the, all the other players, right? Yeah, yeah. And they, I mean, they talk to some other guys, but he uh, really is like they open with him, and he is the central figure of this story. Uh, so kind of uh, just talking about how he is, um, you know captain of this team he's he's uh un- <laughs> unbelievable uh talent uh, on an unbelievably talented like just really cohesive well orchestrated unit um and uh he is uh you know the nhl wants these soviet players and i didn't know because this while like some of these players i got to watch some of them play um you know especially with the whole the red wings in the 90s um specifically which he was on that 97 team um that uh i didn't realize that the nhl was like basically these guys were russian commodities and the nhl was paying the 
country to have these guys come over. Yeah. Um, and I just, that was, I was too young for that at that point, I guess, and never actually looked back into it. Um, but so he, he kind of was a bit of a dissenter and he, he wanted to leave and he didn't want to be, um, he wanted to be paid. Yeah. 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 He wanted to be paid. And, um, so, so it is kind of this whole story of like, he was a, threat to the state quote unquote um that's how he was viewed that's how he was treated um people wouldn't let him people who loved him worship this guy wouldn't let him skate on the rinks because they were gonna they i think at one point one of the the quote that he said was like these guys said i i love you but i can't let you in here i'll they'll they will kill me um so it's, it's really it's a crazy story yeah. Um and then <laughs> they t- they talk a little bit about um when they get over to into the NHL they don't do well. It's a different style of play. It's a different game. Um Well, that's what I was wondering if they they address that in this like how their the difference between like North American hockey and Russian hockey was like it was you know how we have offensive lines, defensive lines. Mm-hmm. For those who don't know, three offensive players, two def- defensive players, and the offensive players rotate their shifts and the defensive players rotate their shifts, not so much based on each other, but based on who the other offensive players are and who the other defense player. But they they played almost like what the NBA is doing now, more of a like positionless type of hockey mm-hmm. where it was like a um, uh, it was a five land a five man line. Yeah. Right. Did they get into that kind of stuff? Like, no, did they I'm, get into that? The weeds on that? They touch in. They touch on it. Okay. Um, you know that it's there, but it's never near. It's it's never really uh, delved into. Because they 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 relied a lot on puck movement and like where like the North American game was more of shots and yeah. people in front of the net. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. They cycle the puck. They they work as. Um, I mean, you see that this is much more, uh, it's much less interchangeable guys. Mm-hmm. Where, you know, you see, like, going back to the Blackhawks, where Quenville, like, if things weren't working, he switches up the line. Mm-hmm. Like, for that to happen in in uh, Russia, they would have had to do that when they were six years old. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's how long these guys have been playing together, playing this same style of game. And so, of course, there there's, um, on top of it being a different style, they're not playing with guys that they've been playing with for 20 years all of a sudden. Right. Um, and there, there's even a, a point where fucking blow, like they, it's archive footage, but fucking blowhard Don Cherry. They're like, you got to get these Russian guys out of here. Like, shut the f- God, he's such a fucking idiot. Uh, you know, I remember last year he was complaining about the uh, Carolina Hurricanes goal celebrations and, talking about like you don't do all that flashy shit and w- meanwhile he's wearing like a three-piece suit covered in fucking gold foil and dragons yeah. such a fucking idiot uh, yeah. glad he's gone anyways um and then so it happens kind of fast like i said they don't really get into it but they do um talk about how it was a difficult transition and they're not really doing that well and then all of a sudden you know <laughs> The uh, 
That's a, uh, Scotty Bowman. Got yeah. a plan. And, uh, yeah, the Red Wings become the, like the uh, Russia Russia West, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Even their fucking jerseys are so similar. Yeah, and I know are. they have been for for decades before that. But it, with, it's with just a funny. little bit of Iserman and uh, Probert mm-hmm. mixed in. Yeah. yeah. My favorite was... Did they talk about Igor Larionov? Yeah. Oh, great. I think he's mm-hmm. like if 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 I would have had my way, Igor Larionov Shambok would have been my son's name. <laughs> that would be awesome. Yeah, they um they talked to a few guys, but it's mostly uh, Fatisov and uh, and his wife, who is named Lada. But I thought they like when at first I thought it said lady. <laughs> Lady Fatisov's like instead hmm. of like Mrs. or her yeah. <laughs> or the wife of <laughs> Lady Fatisov. <laughs> it's Lada. Uh, um but yeah, they even uh, they talk to her and it's like the uh you know, the wives and girlfriends box. She was by Wags. herself. Yeah, the wags. She was like by herself and she's like, I don't know what they're saying, but they're looking at me and, and talking and laughing. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. As much as we like to think of this place as the land of opportunity. Mm. It's not very kind to outsiders. Even when they're playing a fucking game. Not always. Yeah, Um, but strongly recommend. Yeah. Yeah, you will enjoy this. Um, I think anyone who likes sports documentaries, even um, I was watching it and uh, Molly came home and uh, she like sat on the couch and was on her phone for a little bit, but uh, eventually like put the phone down and she was sucked into it as well. So it's actually, it's, it's, it's um, a well-made doc. Cool. Uh, it's a great story. I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's one it's of the things the, it, that changed the game. Yeah. Yep. I just, yeah, that's, that's fascinating to me, especially like, you know, the Russian style, like there's so many great players over there that never did get a chance to come over and play right. like, from the 80, you know, 70s and 80s. Um, you know, whether it was, you know, whoever it was, you know, that Russian team that was in the, um, so you talk about the goaltender for the uh, the Russians, um, uh, in the the eighty Olympics. No, they t- at all. They talked a lot about the um, fuck. I can't remember his name now, but the coach. Yes. Uh, but that was um, they didn't really. They kind of touched on the eighties and like what it. Uh, they touched on the, the 1980 Olympics and kind of what it meant. Um, and, you know, they have some footage uh, of Herb Brooks on the phone with Jimmy Carter saying, you know, just some some bullshit about like, oh, well, you know, it's the, uh, uh, you know, it's a big win for, for the team. And, and I think it shows that the American way is the right way. It's like, this is, yeah, you won a hockey game. So good call. Good call yeah. on the politics, which yeah. I love that they won that hockey game. But it's good when you can drench yourself or wrap yourself in the American flag in sports. Yeah, yeah, but just not so bad. 
It's just I know. such a, a cheesy, like, all these, you know, I'm not saying fucking Russia. Clearly, they don't have their shit together at all. <laughs> um. <laughs> there's, a, um, there's a good book I read probably 10 years ago called mm-hmm. The King of Russia. It's about... Uh, What's his name? Dave King, I think his name is. He was a American co- or a North American coach mm-hmm. who went over and coached in the, I think the Premier League. Is it Premier? No, not the Premier League. The whatever it is, Soccer. some league over in uh, in Russia. And I, he like coached Ovechkin or not Ovechkin, but oh, Malkin okay. for a year. And just the difference, like now, I guess not now because it you know ten or fifteen years ago, whatever it's been, right? Uh, but you know the difference between American hockey or North American hockey and, and uh, European hockey. Uh, it's it's decent. De- it's not a long read. It's it's but it's a decent book. The King of Russia. Yeah. Like that. All right. Nice. Yeah. Um, Welcome to Hockey Cast. Yeah. <laughs> really. Right. Um, there you have it. So uh, the other thing that I watched, uh, don't fuck with cats. All right. Well, before you do that, let me whip my dog out. Okay. Your dog? (laughs) Take it it for a walk. (laughs) Got to go talk to a guy about a horse. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to go get a better beer, I hope. And uh, we'll reconvene in a few. Yep. Uh, But to you at home, it'll feel like no time at all. All right, told you it'd feel like uh, no time at all. And we're and back. That's why I will never do another rap battle again. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Um, for those of you just joining us, we're talking about <laughs> we're talking about not fucking with cats. Yes. Yeah. Let's talk about it. All right. Um, well... I, one of those things, I don't right? think you it's should like do one it. One of those things where it's like that social, like everyone's talking about it for a little bit, and then it disappears. Whether it's making a murder and so, yeah. like if you haven't seen it, you're probably not going to see it. I guess it's the flavor. Of, it. Yeah, it's and and uh, I started watching this again. Uh, I started watching this with Molly, and I finished it without her because I felt like she wasn't that into it. Yeah. And um, but I was explaining to her, I was like, this is not. Um, and and um, maybe I'm jumping ahead a little bit here, but I was like, it's not good. Like it's it's a crazy story, but it takes three hours. Um, it's not. It's definitely not the most interesting thing I've seen. And uh, you know, next week there'll be something else. Because that's exactly how I feel about. It. I feel like this is is a flavor of the week. Uh, a little bit, but it is fascinating as fuck for that week. I think. Ah, see, I I didn't. It's I'm not in any way, shape, or form denying that this is a crazy story. Yeah. Um, but I got a little. Um, I felt specifically this uh, body moving character. As much as I love her Beastie Boys reference. Yeah. I thought she was just a little too into herself. And oh, no, um, they all are. They, I think. They all are, but I think we spend the most time with her. Yeah, that and the the John Green guy too. Like, yeah, that dude. I mean, he was as well. Like, yeah. Uh, 
but like this is this is all this whole thing is about narcissism right and like you know how important you are Mm -hmm. you know like what you know and you know um if you haven't seen it it's oh man it's 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 so it goes down so many different rabbit holes but like you know these people think they have the obligation and um uh they they need to solve this crime yeah. right so that there's narcissism on that part and then there's narcissism on the on the uh the perpetrator uh the luca character luca like, magnaba like he's the um embodiment of of narcissism <laughs> he is yeah um and then there's like a little bit of narcissism on the cops part where you know you know, and, yeah, I don't need you, you know, fucking Facebook clowns yes, telling me how I don't to need, do my yeah, job. I don't need you. Eh, couldn't to, hurt. <laughs> yeah. Could have helped a little bit. Yeah. Maybe prevented a crime. I um, mean, nine times but, out of ten? Probably not. And, but this is that one time. And there's maybe, and maybe not narcissism on our part, but a lot of voyeuristic, um, schadenfreudic kind of uh tendencies on our part from just sitting here and just not just with this thing but like all the true crime things all the all the dirty uh crazy twisted uh crimes that happen that we just can't get enough of as yeah. a culture and yeah. you and me or as a yeah you know. see and and I think maybe that's why this didn't resonate with me as much and uh, I'll preface this with um you know you introduced me to Crime Town, which is, hey, one of my favorite podcasts. I love that that first season, that story about the Rhode Island um, organized crime. But for the most part, I don't really, I don't bite on these things. Like, I I stuck it out for the first season of Serial and then bounced. Um, making a murder, I had no interest in finishing. Like, I'm not big on these, a lot of these true crime things. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, you loved, uh, what's the podcast we listened to? The, um, oh, the crime, the, the music, um, oh, uh, um, uh, fuck Disgraceland. Yeah. I mean, it, there is, there is a, the the sensation of or the sensational murders of mm-hmm. famous people or the the bad acting the bad actors, uh, or, you know. Well, we were talking about a little bit earlier the the rich and famous, you know, mm-hmm. with Prober or whatever, you know. No, and I'm, um, and I'm I'm not I'm not saying I just I would never, but I right. am I just I don't feel like I get as swept up in these fucking true crime things. But as a society, we do. Oh, yeah, absolutely, know? absolutely, absolutely. There's a reason there, like, you know, there's 8 million different true crime podcasts right. on the air, you know. Mm-hmm. I think uh, that might be my next venture. Yeah, true crime podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, not a bad idea. Um, I'm sure MeUndies will get on board rather quickly. You know what the next true crime podcast is going to be? I, uh, you know what? This would be a great screenplay. Uh, 
I All right. Know. So there's I'm, like this here for murder that happens mm-hmm. in small town America, let's say somewhere in central Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Right. And the the podcast host is like, I've been tracking this for years. The you know, the cops have seemed to given it up, blah, 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 goes on and on and on. And by the last episode, the podcast host reveals himself as him or herself mm-hmm. as the uh, the actual killer. Mm. Right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Kind of like you're. Uh, yeah, you're you're documenting the whole thing. Me. Um. But the proverbial you, the proverbial okay. you, you're documenting the whole thing, whomever you may be. Yes, yeah, so you're talking to all the witnesses, all yeah. the people. You know. You know. Why didn't the police? You know, getting all the inside scoop. Mm-hmm. You can even you can even uh, plant some false flags that way. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Yeah, I just got to go kill somebody now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, no, I kn- there's definitely um, the obsession with true crime, and then the uh, well, the, it's the the funny thing is the the uh, the way that this is a flavor of the week doc is the um, way that those cat killings, which are totally disgusting. Um, I'm not not trying to uh, uh, undersell how fucked up that is, but the like outrage that's that was just like the outrage of the week. And then most yeah. people moved on except for body moving and John Green who were consumed yeah. by it. <laughs> I d- uh, I. I I bought in that first I don't know the first five minutes of that this this whole thing mm-hmm. when she's like you know you go to the dark web and you can get sex and you get people killed you can do yeah. like everything and then just the whole like the one rule is you don't fuck with cats yeah I I <laughs> kind of fell in love with it. and like I know there's some hateable people in this this whole like almost everyone is hateable except for like the um, the police, det- the detective in Montreal. I can't remember her name. Dude. Like, she's the only... Well, the, there's people that felt emotion. But, like, she felt mom. like she was... I felt bad for the, the mom, dude. Oh, yeah. Oh, the... the, the um, Luca's mom. Yeah. Luca just, Magnata. Just totally... Um, totally in denial. Yes, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. She... Talk about a supportive mom. He's talking about being a fucking hooker, and she's like, "I just, you know, he said the money was good. I don't think it's a good idea, but you know, I I just, I don't know where this all came about, but yeah, uh, try to. (laughs) This Manny guy sounds like a real asshole. Yeah, sorry, sorry for cursing. Sorry for cursing, but he just seems like a real horse's ass. Yeah, Um. (laughs) pardon my French, Canadian." Yeah, pardon, pardon my Quebec. Uh, yeah, dude. Um, well, I'll tell you, <laughs> and this is how fuck, fucking st- stupid I am, and how I, I just, I, I don't know. I'm, I have the self awareness to know I'm this way, and I have the self loathing to hate I'm this way. But when this woman's like, you know, I am a, t- I'm a textbook computer nerd. And she logs on to Facebook. Like, 
You're you are our textbook lonely. You're not a fucking nerd. Oh, get the fuck out of here! Come on, <laughs> Facebook, <laughs> crushing the poor lady. This is her moment in the sun, body moving. Yeah, because she's a fucking narcissist, and she needed yeah. that moment in the sun. Uh, I did. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah, but I mean. Uh, well, I that sucks that you uh, didn't fall in love with it because, like, yeah. I mean, I was. Really I'm ripping on it, but I didn't hate it. I mean, I was really captivated by it. Like, I okay. it really captured my, uh, well, yeah, caught my fancy. All mm-hmm. the cliche. Um, caught your fancy feast. I mean, it just it went down. It just went kept going and going and going. Like, holy fuck, what is going on next? And I actually. I think I was listening to a course of true crime. I think Sword and Scale or something like that. Like, and this was years ago. This is like four or five years ago. I heard this the episode about this dude, and it didn't click in until like the third episode. I'm like, holy fuck! I know this story, mm-hmm. and like, and to know that like people were kind of on his tail is is crazy. Like, um, and I suppose it. And like I'm, I'm guessing that there was a lot of of um, liberties taken as far as like the last, the last episode as far as the whole how clever he was and how um, set up this whole uh, thing was as far as making it kind of like a movie mm-hmm. and like all the stuff he did to. Um, not catfish them, but you know, kind of like oh, uh, troll them as they're investigating. Like he's a part of the, you know, the Facebook group, and like right. who's, re- you know, like I don't know how much of that is true. Um, but I thought it was really effective, mm-hmm. like and and I think totally overplayed, but effective as hell. Mm-hmm. I bought in is the whole like basic instinct. Like well, dude, if I was I was gonna say if that's true, that is fu- that is insane. Yes, the the whole um, because just it, just even the uh, fuck, what is it? Um, the security camera when he's yeah, in the-, the uh, and and he asks for the blanket and a cigarette and and has his legs crossed like Sharon Stone. Can I have a cigarette? <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah. This guy, this guy really likes Basic Instinct. I mean, it's not, yes. it's not a bad movie by any stretch, but yeah, I mean, Wayne Knight has been in way better movies. Yeah, I mean, I've Jurassic got an eight-year-old Park. son, and I've been sitting at my living room or my dining room table mm-hmm. with my fingers like this doing this, hoping <laughs> he'd <laughs> just mimic me, motherfucker. Come on, smile, man, you son of it. a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> So you can have that moment. Oh yeah, yes. I know, right? <laughs> and nothing doing. Meanwhile, you get got this guy uh, yeah. fucking recreating the the opening to Basic Instinct. I mean, honestly, it, that last like f- ten minutes of that movie felt like the end of Usual Suspects. Right? Yeah, where I mean, everything it, finally comes everything's together. Everything's falling into place. Like, it's just oh. like, yeah, guys are so sick. No, he's a big fat guy, like Orca Fat. <laughs> oh wait, was she a great big fat person? Yeah. Different movies. Mixing my mixing my uh, 
references here. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, uh, it just the uh, I don't know the the <laughs> the fact that these people were tracking him down and like the it is even people who your everyday person even i fucking know if someone's fucking with animals and like torturing and killing them they that like you got to watch out for that person yeah and you know maybe it sounds like crazy ramblings when someone comes up and they're like hey so i'm part of this facebook group and we've been uh following this like guy and we think we might have found him what you might have found? What is he doing? He's putting cats in vacuum sealable bags. Like I've never like, gone right down there, that rabbit hole. right there. When you when someone's like, "Hey, I'm uh, I saw this video of this guy putting kittens in vacuum sealed." Like I didn't shit. even know that was a like I couldn't even imagine that. Like I don't like right. Like I, where would you even come up with that idea? Oh, so gross. Yeah. Like, I could imagine, like, if I had that, I'd be curious. Like, I'd want to fuck with things. But at no point could I even imagine being like, you know what? Let's throw a living thing in here. That'd be mm. cool. I even, I, I mean, I'm not, I'm not, uh, for for you, Brad, and those of you that listen, I'm not, I'm not Anderson by any means, but I've, st- I've stopped killing spiders. I'm like, yeah, they'll eat, they'll eat something else that I don't want around. Yeah. Yeah, I this is probably oh this is going back probably twelve years. Mm-hmm. I was working in this like uh, finished basement. I was finishing a basement off mm-hmm. with somebody, and this big spider crawled up under my foot. I fucking like got freaked out and I smashed it. Mm-hmm. And I was I freaked out because when I hit it, about a million baby spiders just went <laughs> everywhere. Oh God! Yes, it fucking creeped me out. It was the weirdest thing ever. So I don't kill spiders anymore. Yeah, that would make me uh, stop killing. <laughs> that would make me stop killing spiders for an entirely different reason. Yeah. I'd also probably like emulate myself just to <laughs> make sure that they were all <laughs> off of me. Um. Uh, but, uh, so, and it's crazy, because, like, this whole thing, you know, starts with cats, but we also, we don't see it, but, like, it's, we kind of see a guy getting killed with a fucking screwdriver. Yeah. I mean, like, That was kind of fucked up to me, too, is, like, obviously they showed, like, what was, go- like, you knew what was going to happen to the cats, and it showed them after they were dead. Um, yeah. But the person, it's just like, yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna show well, a I, lot more of this. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I do appreciate them at the end of the episode or the end of the last episode, really going back to his friend and trying. To, I like, yeah, I thought that that was a very nice sentiment. Trying to like say, yes, you don't fuck with cats, but also a guy died. You well, know, I thought, I, mm-hmm. yeah, like who. However, whoever told this story did it really, really well. Uh, I did, like I don't have any like the the documentarians or whoever put this together did a very good job in in presenting the story and telling the story because it was intriguing and and but also didn't sensationalize like 
the cat thing too much. They didn't show it. Mm-hmm. They hinted around it, but they like they didn't they didn't soft pedal it where it was like, oh, this happened. Don't look at it. But you know what I mean. Like what they, you're about they, to see may shock you. Right. <laughs> but they also didn't say, oh, you know, this guy died. You know, they, they, they made you feel something. And, like, it's just, like, I remember I said last week about how I needed a palate cleanser mm-hmm. after it. Because I it really made me not like humans. <laughs> That's fair. For the next day or so. Because it was just so kind of disgusting. All the people involved. And uh, obviously, some a lot less than others. But mm-hmm. for the most part, it was just kind of... You know where where are we as a society? We're yeah. gonna, you know, we have these people killing people on, and killing people and kittens on the internet, and we have people finding looking for justice on the internet. Like, is any of that good? Mm. Don't know. I mean, the justice thing is good, but the I guess uh, they yeah, but uh, like, but, but you we... also they do kind of gloss over the part where some guy gets like who's dealing with depression gets fucking bullied and ends up killing himself. Yes. Um, and you know, I did, but he, he like, and I don't think they, they, they didn't address it, but they didn't say they weren't responsible, but they also like that guy put that video on his feed. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, what was he expecting to get back from that? You know what I mean? Right. Was like, it not a cool move? But no, it wasn't. Like I wouldn't expect <laughs> no, to put that wasn't. on my feed and not get hate from it. Like right. you put that on to get a reaction, and the reaction he got was terrible, which you mm. should know. Mm. And if you're a uh, like, should have seen that coming. I, I like. Agree. I'm not saying. Like I don't feel bad for him, but like. He was already going through some shit, so like I don't think that he was fucking bullied to death. Um, But it was definitely probably uh, going through his head. Yeah, I mean, you don't just yeah. Well, here's the thing: if you're if you if you're not thinking of suicide. You don't usually do. Generally, don't put that kind of stuff on the internet. That's true. Like, and not not saying I, I, because uh, I don't know. I not not that someone. No, I don't know. If you put that stuff on, no. You know what? If you decide to, you want to put that on, make it as your own. You can go ahead and die. I'm I'm okay (laughs) with that. Uh Man, I hate to, uh, I don't know, think about all the dumb things I've shared over the years. I don't think I'd yeah. ever, well, you never do put that. that. Yeah. yeah I, that like, I'm just trying to think of like what, I'm anxious what to see po- what's, what's more on your burner account. An individual, well, well, really, it's just, it's just my new Twitter account because I nuked my old one, but there's uh, not an yeah. actual nuke button. So I just went with the Verner account. But yeah, you can follow me at uh, Andy's underscore Verner. 
for hot takes. Not really. I did start. Well, I found out that you can uh, post videos from your Switch to your Twitter. So that was I a big. That. that was a big inspiration. I was waiting for the kill shot, but it never came. <sighs> Calm down, MGK. <laughs> Wait, what kill shot? For uh, the uh, you were uh, hiding underneath some conveyor. Oh, for, yeah, for the alien. Can't kill yeah. an alien with a a pistol. Well, I thought revolver, you had some kind of flare gun. I know you like flares. Yeah, big flare guy. <laughs> um, anyways, uh, yeah, it just I can't think of a reason that you would share that. Um, but it just uh, I don't know. It's a strange, strange documentary. It felt like um, going down a very cohesive uh, YouTube black hole. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like it's just like, like what the fuck like, is next? <laughs> like um yeah, some like the most put together YouTuber ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um it, it just like ninja with a dark side. <laughs> yes, edgy. Yeah, I mean it's a, it's a wild story. Um but I, I just, I guess, like, it didn't have its hooks in me. And, uh, I, you know, I guess you could, if you wanted to, blame it on the fucking uh, contrarian in me. Um, that I just had heard about this wild fucking doc. And, like, it's wild. No question about it. Um, but it's, uh, I don't know. It, it just... Uh, didn't have its hooks in me. Um, but like I said, I did I did like that uh, you had the guy's friend who was like, you know, you hear. It, it, I thought that was much more poignant than, uh, um, you know, fight for your right over there looking at the camera and being yeah. like, this is your fault. Um, but when the when the friend was like, yeah, we keep talking about this guy, but uh, we're not talking about uh, my friend who didn't do anything wrong and got his life taken from him. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's fuck. And I think that that's the the um one of one of the reasons that and this is if I want to be good at critiquing movies, I have to get over this. But the um that final frame, I was like, eh, fuck you. Um, I don't like this now. Not really? that I was ever that into it, but in. You know, no, as I appreciate I've, it. As I've had I was, time to, I was fucking, yeah. As I've had time to digest it, it, it matters less. But just the like sudden, like, did we do this? Cut to, did you do this? <laughs> I, I didn't fucking do this. I don't even have Facebook. <laughs> like, like Facebook is the reason all this happened. <laughs> yeah. Um. Quick side note: I see you're enjoying a Gleason. I am. There is um, one of my favorite things. There's two beers that we have. Oh, no white flags, baby. Awesome ain't easy. Um, there's two things that we have. We have a uh, Mexican lager called Dorada. And you can, like, if you say a three-syllable wor- word that just, like, vaguely res- resembles Spanglish, like, we'll pour it for you. Oh, yeah. I've never had a beer that 
I've never like come across a, something that people just have so much trouble pronouncing. It's like, did you guys? Wasn't there Spanish in high school down here? Emersigo. I'm trying to wrap my head around what's happening right now. Emersigo. Amarillo. Amarillo. Uh, that's why Emersigo. Because there's, I was just trying Amar to find a three-syllable word that would <laughs> I, resemble I mean, Spanish. Yeah, that probably, if you're like, yeah, let me w get one of those uh, Amarillos. Like, yeah, Dorada coming up. Mm-hmm. Dordo, the El Dorado. One of those Durangos. Dordors. Um, there was one someone was like, uh, the uh, Diodora. And I was like, isn't that a fucking like, clothing designer? What is happening mm. right now? Um, but the other one that's really funny is you can tell um, if someone has no idea who Steve Gleason is. And it's an understandable mistake. But mm. if you, you look at that label... When someone asks for the GL thirty seven son. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh for those of you at home, the uh Gle Steve Gleason's number was thirty seven, so on the label it says GL, the three acting as an E and the seven is you know, loosely loosely standing in for, for an A. So I get why people do it, but it's just it's funny. The GL thirty seven son. Like, yeah, it just rolls off the tongue. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Body moving. A1 sound, and it sounds so soothing. Um, <laughs> anything else you've been watching? I did. Um, I said I had the reason my voice is all jacked up is I've been doing a lot of voiceover. A little VO work. Mm, all right. I love it. Then I finished my first book from... From cover to cover, speaking it, mm -hmm. and as many voices as I could approximate and talking to my son, I finished Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, and we finished it tonight, or we finished it last night, and we watched the first half last night, finished the second half tonight, mm -hmm. so I am going to review Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. <laughs> By all means. It's not that good. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will tell I you agree. this: it sticks to the book. I mean, really close. Like when we're talking Brad adaptations, mm -hmm. this is like there's sometimes where this. Uh, it's just it is like the like my son loved it. He is in love with Harry Potter now. Mm -hmm. Like, um, but the as far like the special effects and stuff like the Quidditch scenes and stuff is just like so, so bad, so bad. Uh, uh, I, but I had fun reading a book to him yeah. and like trying to do all the voices. I think my favorite was Hagrid. Yeah. Cause you know, you have to get down to dirty and you told like gritty, gritty cockney. You don't know. <laughs> Harry Potter. That's... It's good to see you again, Harry. Harry what Potter. What, what are you three doing around here? Oh, I shouldn't have told you that. <sighs> um, I I get a feeling this is these are previews of next week's episode. We just yeah. do it. We'll just both do our interpretation of that. Yes, of Hagrid. <laughs> um, so 
I, I had a blast reading it to him. Mm-hmm. And we started the uh, Chamber of Secrets tonight before we started potting, nice. uh, putting him to bed. So um, the, the the movie itself really wasn't very good. I imagine the, the movies get better over time. I know you had talked about finishing the whole series. I've only seen the first three, and uh, I got to say, not impressed. Yeah, not that good. <laughs> but... Um, um, yeah. I can I understand in one good th- in one of the reasons we are and I talked about this before we are going to Harry Potter land in uh, in I think May. Fuck, we're you going better get reading. <laughs> so uh, and he is all in. Uh, so he had a dream two nights ago. He was like, "Dad, I dreamt that was Harry Potter." I wish we could play fit Quidditch. So he's in. So I'm good. My mom hates it. Uh. The goddamn witchcraft. witchcraft. Uh, your mom doesn't hate it because of the witchcraft. Your mom hates it because she was told to hate it. Yeah, I know. No offense know. to your mom. She's with a bunch of other people who are probably otherwise good people as well. Yeah. Very. Um, I think a lot yeah. of. I think a lot of them are, but the zealots uh, well have a way of getting to them. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Um. But don't make me feel guilty for listening to ACDC for like six years of my life. Because mm-hmm. I loved ACDC. I loved them. But mm-hmm. I felt like they were... I was yeah, listening to the naughty. Devil. Like, <laughs> couldn't help it. I can't think couldn't. of a less offensive hard rock band than ACDC. I know. Well, all, I their, mean, all their songs are bells. about like... I mean, they were just asking for it. All their songs are about... Yeah, okay. Did you see the way ACDC was dressed? They were asking for it. Um, <laughs> all their songs were about, like, thunder and rock. It's like mountains. Thunder and, and rock? That sounds like fucking Moses. Have a drink on me. Did you ever do that game? No. The I did explain someone the fucking quarter game that when Ryan tried to kill us. Did they say fuck off and ran away? <laughs> They were like, I would never do that. <laughs> we're doing it right now. Here we go. Grab a Dordo. <laughs> Grab a Dumbledore. Grab a Dumbledore. Oh, oh so, mm-hmm. oh, so I got, my mind was blown tonight, right? Okay. Or no, last night. Mm-hmm. So I'm watching um, the Sorcerer's Stone. Yes. And Dumbledore comes on. Mm-hmm. And Dumbledore starts talking and he has a very specific cadence, a very specific tone. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's Jared Harris, known from Mad Men, mm-hmm. from uh, Chernobyl. Uh, you know who I'm talking about. Um, yeah. Jared Harris. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's Jared Harris. So I go on IMDb while we're watching. Not Jared Harris. <laughs> Jared Harris's dad. That makes sense. Who is an actor. And I was like, I Jesus, really, that's crazy. I never really thought about that. But yeah. And he died in 2002, so the next Dumbledore isn't the same one. I'm guessing. Yeah. Or maybe he <laughs> he was there for the. No. Yeah, he died. He died in 2002. I think the first Harry Potter was 2001. He may have been in the second one, but definitely not the third and fourth. I don't think Dumbledore dies. And spoiler alert: till later, right? I don't know. 
I don't finished. know. So <laughs> I'm not sure what happens to him. Uh, but I I read the first four books when I was younger, and um, I have them all on tape now. And the guy who reads them, Jim something. Let me look it up just to. His name is Brad Shambach. Well, yeah, I'm, I was gonna say the guy who reads them like. They could have found someone better if they had just looked. Uh, Jim Dale. He does a good job. Oh, Jim Dale. Yeah. Fuck Jim Dale. Is that... That's not the same Jim Dale. Can't be the same Jim Dale. (laughs) Your neighbor? Jim Dale. Dale Talon? Blackhawks? (laughs) Are we back on on hockey? (laughs) Jim Dale, I think, was uh, Gomer Powell. Jim Dale, actor, Adolf Hitler, my part in his downfall. Jim Dale, actor, Blue Healers. Jim Dale, actor, <laughs> Idol of Edel. Jim Dale. Jim Dale was in Carry On Doctor in 1968 and uh, in Carry On Again, Doctor, in 1969. Okay. Um, Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Wait, what is his fucking name? Who is Vincent D'Onofrio? Who is he? Yeah. Uh, I'm thinking of... Uh, Kingpin? Isn't he... Um, no, well, yeah, dude. So I was talking to someone about that the other day. I was like, yes. Jim Neighbors. Damn it. But Why am I thinking Jim Dale? <laughs> this is... <laughs> This is fascinating. Great, great movie pod where we can't figure out who was in what movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just sighing for <laughs> sighing our way through. Well, it's okay. <laughs> I mean, like our the first I don't know thirty minutes of our we were like we were just scrolling through. Yeah, I'm, I'm reading movies. the. Oh, this is streaming. Yeah, and then you fell down some weird rabbit hole. Yeah, of... <laughs> he's um, Vincent D'Onofrio plays Private Pile. In yeah. uh, Full Metal Jacket. That's what I'm thinking yes. of. That's what I'm thinking of. Um, yeah. Yeah, s- some movie podcast we are. Just talking talking about scrolling through the 100 hockey players of the last decade. Yeah. Not even the list I was talking about. Yeah. <laughs> That's for next week. Yeah. So. Yeah, the, the right. NHL list is next week. The ESPN list was uh, just a primer. We'll get... Uh, We'll get uh oh shit, what's his name? I fucking forgot his name. Uh Don Cherry's list. Oh week. god. I don't know. Is there I would like to find a hundred professional hockey players who don't hate Don Cherry. That'd be a list. I bet you one. I bet you there's eh, maybe. Current, current lineup? Probably or like current rosters, probably not. Yeah, there's probably a lot of guys out there that like, yeah, based on bad things they said about it, or he said about them, just not mad enough. Yeah, I'll tell you what, there, he's not good enough. Yeah, I don't. These Soviet, these Ruskies need to blah 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 blah, and he just eats himself from the inside out. That would yeah. be that's that'd be great. 
Oh, um, Don Cherry. Good riddance. So anyways, Don Jim Dale. <laughs> Don Dale. Don? Yeah, Jim Rickles. Dale. He, d- he does an okay job, but, uh, you know, I think there's someone better. You should record yourself doing this. Yeah, I should. I'll get a copyright infringement. Uh, just throw it on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> well, I stumble over like, and most of the voices, especially like Hagrid, like all the gruff ones, like it. I can do like two paragraphs, and I'm like, done. I can't talk anymore. Oh, Harry, I got to switch my other voice because my this voice is not quite right. My more magical voice. So, anyways, Harry. Are you okay now? <laughs> it's a magic thing, son. I don't know how to explain it to you. Oh, um, what was I going to say? There's someone going to say. Uh, other than that, so yes, did that. And uh, oh, my wife and I watched the overnight. Have you heard of this? The overnight? No, I don't think On so. On Hulu. It's a quick little. Uh, review um, starring. I'm not really happy with the new IMDb thing. Uh, the overnight is stars. Uh, Am Scott, Taylor Schilling, better known for Clan uh, Oz or Orange is the New Black. Black. Uh, Jason Schwartzman. That's okay. Much um. It's a weird little story. It takes place in one night. Uh, A couple gets together, or two couples get together for a play date with their kids, and it's more about what happens between the couples than the kids, because the kids go to bed pretty early. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I don't know why. That's very funny to me. (laughs) Not the, not the, the actual like it's about the the couples, but I'm just. Like, what if this movie's 20 minutes long? Yeah. It's like, all right, kids, go to bed. <laughs> kids, go to bed. All right. We got to get out of here. See ya. We got a big day tomorrow. We'll be back in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> um, It's it's kind of like absurdist humor. It's kind of uh, Adam, Adam Scott. Love him. Yeah. Love him. Same. Uh, Jason Schwartzman is good sometimes and very annoying other times. Mm-hmm. I find him and Nick Kroll about the same. Like I can take them okay. about the same amount. You know what I mean, dude? People, it seem to love Nick Kroll, and I don't get it. I love the the uh, the TV show The League, and he's a big part of why I like it. But like Kroll show, mm, hard pass. Yeah, hard pass. Well, just like when we watched what was that movie? The uh, animated crazy movie, the Sausage Party, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like that douchebag character. That looks like uh, hilarious. You're killing it. You're doing great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but and Jason Schwartzman, like he's never a serious person. He's always like wacky, you know. Um. Uh, but this movie has good, really good parts. And like laugh out loud moments, but also like kind of like, okay, I I've seen this before. Sometimes uh, it wasn't totally bad, mm-hmm. or no, it, no, it wasn't totally bad. It was it was fine. It was my wife and I enjoyed it. So <laughs> it's, it's streaming on Hulu. It's a good date night movie okay. if you're not uh, opposed to big dicks, because there are some big dicks in this movie. I don't I don't get it in a literal sense. Literally, oh. there's a big dick. 
a lot of times. I don't and there's a little dick a couple times. I'm I'm lost. <laughs> no, I mean there's just male nudity. Oh, nice. Okay. <laughs> I there's needs to be more male nudity in comedy. It makes me laugh. Penises are weird looking. Yep. And laughing at mine gets old. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Hmm. Hmm. Huh. <laughs> I was gonna say not too shabby. When it's time to party, we will party hard.